Hey everyone and welcome back to the Live with Rachel podcast. I'm Rachel and today we're going to be continuing studying through the book of Romans and specifically today we'll be reading through Romans chapter 11 verses 12 to 24. So to recap, we just started Romans chapter 11 and Paul was spending the whole chapter showing that there's proof that God isn't done with Israel yet. And Israel may have rejected Jesus, but it's certainly not over. And I said this in the last episode, but I'll say it again. The warning that I kept coming to when I was researching this chapter was we should absolutely not apply this chapter to ourselves in any capacity because this chapter is discussing a literal future for a literal nation. So please do not do that because because this is about Israel. Anyway, so Paul in this chapter, he's kind of like calling upon witnesses, so to speak, to prove that there is a future in God's plan for the Jews. And so far, he's brought up himself as a witness and the prophet Elijah from 1 Kings. And now we're going to cover some more witnesses and we're going to be talking about the Gentiles and the patriarchs of the faith. So let's get right into it and read Romans chapter 11 verses 12 to 24 and I'll be reading it in the New Living Translation and it says this. Now if the Gentiles were enriched because the people of Israel turned down God's offer of salvation, think how much greater a blessing the world will share when they finally accept it. I am saying this especially for you Gentiles. God has appointed me as the apostle to the Gentiles. I stress this. For I want somehow to make the people of Israel jealous of what you Gentiles have, so I might save some of them. For since their rejection meant that God offered salvation to the rest of the world, their acceptance will be even more wonderful. It will be life for those who are dead. And since Abraham and the other patriarchs were holy, their descendants will also be holy, just as the entire batch of dough is holy, because the portion given as an offering is holy. For if the roots of the tree are holy, the branches will be too. But some of these branches from Abraham's tree, some of the people of Israel, have been broken off. And you Gentiles were branches from a wild olive tree and have been grafted in. So now you will also receive the blessing God has promised Abraham and his children, sharing in the rich nourishment from the root of God's special olive tree. But you must not brag about being grafted in to replace the branches that were broken off. You are just a branch, not the root. Well, you might say, those branches were broken off to make room for me. Yes, but remember, those branches were broken off because they didn't believe in Christ. You are there because you do believe. So don't think highly of yourself, but fear what could happen. For if God did not spare the original branches, he won't spare you either. Notice how God is both kind and severe. He is severe towards those who disobeyed, but kind to you if you continue to trust in his kindness. But if you stop trusting, you will also be cut off. And if the people of Israel turn from their unbelief, they will be grafted in again. For God has the power to graft them back into the tree. You, by nature, were a branch cut off from a wild olive tree. So if God was willing to do something contrary to nature by grafting you into his cultivated tree, he will be far more eager to graft the original branches back into the tree where they belong. So Paul is saying that the Gentiles have a very important ministry to Israel. And today the saved Gentiles will provoke Israel to jealousy, as we've seen in past verses. So remember that term Gentile, it's referring to a person who is not a Jew. And like I said in the past several times, from the Jewish perspective, Gentiles were often seen as pagans, uh, which are people who practice polytheism, meaning that they worship more than one kind of deity at a time. Or what's common today might be like Wicca or witchcraft. And they didn't know God's law because they didn't know him as the real God. But yeah, they are people who essentially cannot trace their familial line back to the 12 tribes 
tribes of Israel, essentially. So if you can do that, if you can trace your family past all the way back to one of the 12 tribes of Israel, that's awesome. But pretty much today, I'm I'm pretty sure a majority of us are Gentiles. So for example, I'm half Filipino and half Australian. And I think on my Australian side, at least, I can only trace my family back to 1845, I think. So yeah. Anyway, Israel today is very spiritually empty. And while Christians have all the spiritual blessings in Jesus, according to the Bible, the future for Israel, according to Paul, is that they would see the Gentiles worship God properly and therefore be provoked to jealousy and then return to the real faith in him through accepting Jesus. The Bible also says that even though Israel has fallen spiritually, when Jesus comes back, the nation will rise again. So don't bet against Israel. (laughs) God will never break his covenant promise that he has with his people. So now let's move on to the other part about Abraham and the other patriarchs. So Paul says in verse 16, and since Abraham and the other patriarchs were holy, their descendants will also be holy, just as the entire batch of dough is holy because the portion given as a offering is holy. So the basic idea here is that when God accepts the part, he sanctifies the whole. Applying this to the history of Israel, we understand Paul's argument. God accepted the founder of the nation, who is Abraham, and in doing so set apart his descendants as well. And God also accepted the other patriarchs, which were Isaac and Jacob, in spite of their failures. And this means that God must accept the rest, meaning the entire nation of Israel that came from them. And the second image that he uses here is the olive tree. And the olive tree has been known to be a symbol of the nation of Israel in the past. So keep in mind that that is the symbol for Israel. And also keep in mind that Paul is not talking about the relationship of an individual believer to God, but he's talking about the place of Israel in God's plan. So the roots of the tree support the tree, and this is a symbol for the patriarchs who founded Israel. And God made covenants with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and he can't deny and he can't go back and change them. So it's God's promise to them that sustains Israel today. And Paul warns the Gentiles from verse 18 that they're obligated to Israel. Like, you know, we only have the faith because of them. And therefore, they should not boast about their new spiritual position. The Gentiles came into God's plan because of faith and not because they have done anything good. It's also worth noting that according to the Bible prophecy, the Gentile church will be, quote, cut off because of apostasy, which is a word for abandoning the faith. 1 Timothy chapter 4, 2 Timothy chapter 3, and 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 all show that the professing church in the last days will leave the faith. And I'm sure you're starting to see that now. But it said, but if you stop trusting, you will also be cut off. And if the people of Israel turn from their unbelief, they will be grafted back in. For God has the power to graft them back into the tree. So why is it that there is no hope for the church today, like the Gentile church today, people who aren't Jews, but there is for Israel? And this is because the roots of the olive tree, he, like I said, he will keep his promises to the patriarchs, but God will break off the Gentiles because of their unbelief. So no matter how far Israel may stray from the truth of God, The roots are still good, so to speak, because God is still the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. So he will keep his promises to these patriarchs, which means that the olive tree will flourish once again in the future. And I really hope that makes sense. It's a lot of symbolism, but that's where I'm going to leave it today. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And in the next episode, we'll be covering Paul's next witness, which is God himself. And we read about his testimony and everything in chapter 10 and how God's character and work are involved in the future of Israel. Um, And actually, there is a lot of people who will dispute about prophecy in the Bible naturally, and they'll have different interpretations 
of those areas in the Bible. But Paul really gets the point across that God is dealing with his people Israel. So that's what we'll be covering. And I hope you'll tune in for that episode. And I really hope you have a great rest of your day. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye.